What's up, everybody? J-Mac here. Got my trusted sidekick, D-Mac, on the other screen. This is a special edition, I guess we'll call it, uh, of double coverage. Uh, a little bit different. Dev uh, is currently in New Jersey. I am in Foxborough. Uh, so it's... I mean, times are different. Like, we got to adjust. It's different times, man. So uh, we're back, double coverage, live with the McCourty Twins. It's a little bit of a twist. Uh, we're going live with it, a little bit more interaction here. Uh, you guys as fans, you can tune in, you can ask questions, uh, you can video in, you can audio in. Uh, all you have to do, you got to just go get the app, FanDuel, and you can come check us out. Fan cred. Fan, fan cred. cred. I said FanDuel. Too much going on right now, man. Fan cred. All you do is get the app, log in, come check us out. You can even put your face next to our face and ask us questions. Let's give the people, they've been missing out. So I made sure I came ready. Give them a little basketball. Basketball has been out for a while. A little 3-2, a little basketball, a little Celtics. Go C's when they come back. Finals champions. I'm calling it right now. Starting it off the right way, man. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I, honestly, I honestly don't think that's giving anybody like, and like, you're not, you're not dribbling a basketball. There's still no March Madness. Like, you went, yeah, but I mean, you got the exclusive three, two. McCordy's on the back, too, man. Like, this is from my 10 day. You, they didn't, you they didn't, wearing, you wearing a jersey that's too big isn't gonna make people feel any bit better. I think they thought I was a little, they thought I was a little taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's not, that's not happening. I mean, the average height is like, what, 6'2"? I mean, I'm under, I'm below average for the NBA. Maybe, maybe in another life. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Man, crazy times, like you said. Um, let's talk a little sports, though. I mean, we're going to get into um, the uh, coronavirus and the impact and all of that, but everybody is it's real uptight right now. There's a lot going on, so we're going to keep it light. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of sports. There's nothing bigger in our world right now than Thomas Brady, we're gonna need we're gonna need a little wine for this one. I, I, I didn't I didn't uh, pop my cork, so I'm struggling here. I don't want to walk away. I had popped it. I had popped it yesterday, but then I put it back in to keep preserve my wine taste. Then I went to grab it and went to pull it out, but I just lotioned the kids after they got out the tub, so my hands are a little slippery. So you know what I mean. It's a, it's a little bit of a struggle right now, but I hear you. I hear you. Let's just let's get into TB12. Ten years gone for me, so. Um, every night I've just been enjoying just one glass of wine, uh, just kind of like celebrating our 10 years together. You know, me me and Tom had a great run. You know, it's like a, you know, it was a great marriage gone bad, you know, but, you know, we kind of, we split, but we're we're both happy. We're both happy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, before before you get too much into it, Robbie from Dallas uh, is backstage and he's ready to come on with us. Uh, let's, oh, he's in early. Let's bring him in. Yeah, let's say what's up to Robbie from Dallas. He probably he probably has something to say about Tom. Possibly, maybe not. He's from Dallas, may not care. He's just trying to get Dak. He's just trying to get Dak out. I want to talk about Dak. No, he's got the pants in the back. <laughs> no, I'm right from around Foxborough. Just moved out here for work. Okay, okay. Here we go. What's what's up, Robbie? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Great to be on with you guys. So I know there's been a lot of changeover in the defense so far. How does the team handle that from year to year? Dev, this is a great question. Your guy has been a captain for a lot of years. How have you dealt with it from a leadership standpoint, too? Uh, I think you got to see that it's fun. Challenging, but it's fun, I think. Um, a lot of times we get new pieces, new guys that come in. And right away, I think the biggest thing is you don't want to tell guys what they have to do um, in a defense. I think 
you want guys to see what they're good at, what they bring to the defense that maybe we didn't have the year before. Um, so I'm I'm very excited. You know, I look at a guy like when you watched him when he was in on the Chargers, linebacker, strong safety, free safety. You know, he did so many different things. Like we don't exactly know how he'll fit, but he'll bring another dimension that, you know, will be a little different for the defense. So I'm excited about it. You know, obviously it's not fun. You know, we lost Jamie, KV, and E-Rob three guys who played a lot of football for us over the last couple of years. Um, but I always say, you know, there's turnover in this league each year. It's all about what you do with what you have. And uh, we usually do a good job of that. So we got to keep it going and it'll definitely be a tough task. Yeah, and I know for me being traded um, to the team a few years ago as a veteran, joining the team, a team that has been established for a long time. Um, that's part of the challenge I think that you enjoy. And I think the one thing that made it a little bit easier to uh, acclimate within the locker room, there's a lot of guys that have been around there for so long that the culture's built, guys get along. So you come in and you kind of just find your niche and then it just rolls with the guys are uh, welcoming, anybody trying to teach you the defense or showing you where the cafeteria is, uh, no matter what it is. And I think the reason that is, is there's one common goal. Everybody wants to win. Uh, whoever's in that building, they're all driving towards that goal. We know you came in there. Somebody said the cafeteria. He's just trying to eat, man. We're trying to win games. He's trying to eat good. <laughs> no doubt about it. And on the terms of, I mean, obviously you guys are brothers playing together. What is your favorite part of that relationship and being on the same team? Uh, I would say the, the best part of it so far has been uh, just the ability to be able to spend time with one another, not only in the building, on the field and all that, uh, but also outside the building. Uh, during this time, like Deb was in Foxborough a week ago, um, his kids came over, his wife came over, and we get to kind of just kick back, kick back and chill in the offseason, watch the kids run around. Uh, his oldest, uh, Lo, uh, all she asks for is to play with her cousins every day. She wants to come see them. And I think for us, uh, we hadn't been able to do that. My oldest is seven, so this is the first time in her life that she's been able to be around uh, her uncle and be around her cousins on a regular basis and really get a chance to know them and play with them on a regular basis. Yeah, I would agree. And I think the second thing is just what you saw after the ASC championship game last year, you know, just hanging out, being together at the end of games um, and also in the Super Bowl, hugging each other, yelling, screaming, celebrating. Um, you know, when you're with one guy your whole life and you get to do that, man, it was an awesome time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry that up because we got James in California ready backstage. Well, we appreciate Robbie coming to Dallas representing in Cowboy Country. He got, he got to stay strong out there. out there for work, you know. He's still, he's still a Pats fan, so we appreciate that. He needs to find some friends fast. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like us many places. That's very true. Oh, he's living on the edge. He's in his car. Hey, Devin, I got a question. What was the best win of the Patriots era with Tom Brady, and what was the most crushing one for you? Ooh. Oh, that's pretty good. I would say uh, the Seattle Super Bowl was probably the biggest win um, just when I talked Tom Brady era with me, just because it felt – I know for him it felt long, but even, you know, me coming in 2010 and us losing the Super Bowl in 11 and losing the AFC Championship game and winning, and the way we won was huge. Um, and then I say the crushing loss to me was the Philadelphia Super Bowl just because Tom played so great. The offense killed it. And defensively, we just let our team down and just couldn't get a stop. So um, I was definitely say those two games uh, as two games I always think about over the last 10 years. Yeah, y'all sucked in that Super Bowl. That game in Pittsburgh in 2017, I always my favorite. 
Oh, yeah, that, that was a crazy game. Um, I guess for that, you know what was a crazy game? No, when we played the Saints in 2013, and I want to say Drew Brees hit Kenny Stills mm. uh, for a touchdown to go up, and it was only like 30-something seconds left. And Tom drives down and hits KT in the back of the end zone, um, and we just go crazy on the sideline again. That kind of thought we had lost, and, and Tom drove us down, and KT made a great catch in the back of the end zone. Do you remember like four hours later when Ortiz hit the grand slam? Say that again? Like four hours later, David Ortiz hit the grand slam in the ALC. I don't give it Ortiz. Idle time, man. That's, that's what happens. I appreciate you, James, uh, all the way out in Cali. Uh, we got Matthew uh, in Boston. Boston. Can we just tell people? Be careful driving and jumping in. I, James is riding on the edge. Right he was a little nervous. Yeah. What's up, Matthew? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so I was just wondering, uh, with such a great defense last year, taking some hits in free agency, obviously Van Noy and Jamie Collins, some other guys, um, potentially the offense taking a hit with Tom. What is the best way for this defense to maintain its elite status and to continue to take steps forward and win games for the team? Matthew, Matthew, I like how you said it. Like, you just said, and the offense with Tom. You didn't make a big deal out of it or nothing. You just said, you know, lost Tom. I like that. I like that man, the mentality right there. Yeah, you know, next man up. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that's part of the uh, what you have to do every single year. Each year is totally different from the year before. And like Bill always tells us, uh, when we won the Super Bowl in 18, we came back in 19, nobody cares what you did the year before. And uh, the one negative of when you have – a good team and a really good defense uh, the prior year is that it's made up of a lot of really good players. So you see guys like Van Noy, uh, guys like Jamie, guys like E-Rob, uh, Danny Shell, all of those guys leaving the free agency uh, because other teams wanting their services. So I think uh, when we get back, whenever that is, obviously with a lot going on right now, uh, it's going to be very important for us to gel together as a team, everybody figuring out, okay, what's my role going to be on this team? What does it look like? Is it the same from last year? Is it different? In what ways? How do I have to adjust uh, to make our team continue to get better each and every time we step out on that field? Yeah, I think it's a fun time. You know, every team will come back and try to mesh together, um, and it'll be all for the 2020 season. And at the end of the day, everybody wants to be the last team playing, and um, that'll still be our goal, and we'll have to work hard to kind of build the team. And I think defensively, even though we lost some key guys, we still bring um, a good amount of veteran guys back. I think that'll have to lead the charge. And the same way on offense, you know, with our offensive line and then with Jules and James White, we got some good leaders over there that we're going to need for them to kind of lead the way until we get going. And, and then it's just about playing good football. For sure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, Matthew. And for everybody, all you have to do is download the FanCred app. Come check us out. You can come on air, do what you do, ask questions. Uh, we're here. We're going to talk about some stuff we have, too. But more importantly, we want to get to uh, you guys and answer as many questions as possible. Uh, oh, speaking of that, we got Jack uh, from New York is backstage in the chat. It's real out in New York, too. I'm not far from New York. Yeah, depending upon where you at, could be upstate. You never know. Very true. Very true. Hi. My Jack, what's happening? Okay. Nyack. Yeah, there we go. Repping our home. <laughs> But how do you guys feel about the Hoyer signing? Do you think it meant anything? Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, excited. I think when you play this game, the one thing uh, that you know is for certain from one season to the next, uh, the only thing that's been consistent for me the past 11 years is change. 
Uh, so whenever you get an opportunity to have a guy that you had in the locker room come back, uh, you're excited. Hoyer was uh, one of the best-dressed guys on Saturday when we were headed to the plane. He had some of the best hats uh, that he wore, and he was one of the biggest sneaker collectors uh, on the team. <laughs> getting, getting a guy like Hoyer, uh, we're going to be fired up to see him come back in that locker room. And he just has a veteran presence, man. He's played on multiple teams. He knows our offense very well. Oh, my man um, in the background, what's up? <laughs> I, think, I think he'll bring experience and his knowledge um, to if he has to go out there and play, he's going to compete at a high level. Or if it's coaching up young quarterbacks, I think he's a guy um, that's going to be very necessary to have in our locker room. Are you guys going to have your clinic in um, Naya? You know. Yeah, the, the, plan is, the plan is to have this. We got to kind of wait and see um, how everything with this virus works out. And uh, if as long as it's safe, uh, the plan is to have it back in night this summer. Yeah, it'll be, hard, awesome. to do it. it'll be hard to do a social distance. I thing. hope it happens. Yeah, hey, us too. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate you, Jack. We got Dylan in uh, North Crackalack in North Carolina. What's up, Dylan? Uh, maybe he's in Charlotte out there with, uh, with Gilly Lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he won't know. they got to be inside. Dylan, what's happening? Got the Patriots in what's the background. Okay, oh, yeah. ready. Hey, uh, I'm actually from uh, Asheville, by the way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my question was, uh, you obviously got young Jared Stidham drafted last year. Uh, how do you think Brian Hoyer being signed uh, just today is going to, to uh, kind of get him developed a bit? I think it's huge. Um, us too, as older guys, you know, you appreciate having that type of experience uh, in a locker room and more importantly, in your position room. And I think for, uh, we call them Stiddy, uh, for Stidham and, and Brian and, uh, uh, and Cody, all of those guys in the room that we have right now, uh, it's a wealth of knowledge. You know, uh, Cody Kessler is not an a old quarterback, but he's a guy. Uh, I was with him in Cleveland with the Browns. And if you play for Cleveland for multiple years, you've had multiple coaches so that adds some experience to it and then uh, he's played in Jacksonville and Philly and now in New England so that's a guy that's been around different coaches been around different experiences and obviously Hoyer um, he's been on different teams he started he's been a backup he's played multiple roles so I think all of those guys will have their own perspectives that they bring to the room that'll help bolster one another and, and we do our part on Stiddy because we try to pick him off as much as we can in practice and Not about I'm always making fun of Stiddy so uh, I try to make sure the young quarterback's game ready when he gets out there. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I hey, appreciate you, Devin. We got uh, Tommy and Braintree coming up. Tommy and Braintree. Ready on the fan line. I bet you he'll like my Boston jersey. Yeah, maybe. I like you. You're a hater. I mean. Hey, guys. What's going Tommy, on? What's happening? Tommy, you digging the jersey or what? Love the Celtics jersey. Here we go, baby. I got I got some Red Sox gear on. Hey, J-Max killing our feed today. I'm a little curious just with everything going on right now. How is the situation that's happening at the moment affecting your personal life? How are you mixing it up or uh, afraid at all? Yeah. You want to get it there first? Yeah, it, it's just been difficult. Like yesterday, I went out in, in my backyard and was running sprints. I, I walked it off, marked – 10 yards, 20 yards, hit a couple 10-yard sprints, 20-yard sprints, then came inside and hit my Peloton. Um, and then from there, you know, starting tomorrow, it's just kind of like FaceTiming my trainer and getting some stuff, some bands and stuff at the house to try to work out that way. Um, I think for NFL players, hopefully kind of all this gets resolved 
it's kind of been it's been easier to work out but it seems like everything's starting to elevate more and more so guys are really gonna have to find ways to work out at home and still kind of get better uh without all of the things you're really used to doing yeah without a doubt and i think on top of that uh, both of us as parents you're talking about no school uh, for weeks uh, right now. So I have three little ones. So trying to find ways to entertain them, uh, get their schoolwork done and all of that. Um, there's nowhere to take them. Can't go to any of the trampoline places. So we go on long nature walks. We pick up rocks and sticks and all of that type stuff. As long as they're not killing each other, uh, we're succeeding as parents uh, through this. And then at, well. at, the, at the end of each night, you yeah. have a glass of water. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get mine going. Uh, but appreciate you, Tommy. Uh, all the way in Ann Arbor, Michigan, we got – I might make sure I'm saying this right, Makai. I think I said it right. I have you the names because Deb will struggle. <laughs> I, I said it right. That's what I'm talking about. What's <laughs> happening, Makai? How you doing, man? Doing pretty Coach well. Coach is going to come in Tom Brady, Michigan jersey on. <laughs> of course. I go to school there, actually. Um, <laughs> my question is, what is, your, what is your guys' opinion on the CBA deal? Man, uh, great question. Uh, I'll start it off. Um, I feel like when it comes to our profession and you talk about, I was actually a rep for my team in Tennessee and been going uh, to the annual meetings for uh, numerous years now. Um, the difference with our business is when, as a union, you usually have a, a collective best interest of the people that you're representing, but you look at the makeup of a league, you have guys that come in as first round draft picks and uh, they get the fifth year option picked up and they want to be free agents. You have guys that come in as undrafted guys who had to work all the way up and everybody wants something different. Uh, so when you're trying to negotiate a CBA, you're trying to figure out in which and what ways are we helping the majority of the league? Um, I had some things that I thought um, from my perspective that you look at and it was just like, man, that works. But there was a lot of things within that deal that I was just like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. And I think um, that was, but it looked, that's what it came out as. When you looked at the vote, it was darn near 50-50. Uh, and my takeaway from it is you hate to be going into the next 10 years on your job where half of the people like the agreement in place and half of the people can't stand it. Uh, so I think there's a lot of work to be done for the future of the game uh, between players and ownership. Uh, but I will say the one thing, from being a part of the union and knowing the past of where players started to where they are today, um, it gives you some hope to think that, hey, somewhere down the line, um, players will actually get what I feel they're credited for and adjust due from ownership. Yeah, I mean, I feel very similar to Jay. Um, I voted yes on the deal, but I still – I didn't like a lot of the deal. Um, but I felt as players it was the best thing from a holistic standpoint. When I thought about every player, 2,400 members, I thought the best thing was to continue to play – um, and not really have a work stoppage. Um, but I'm like, Jay, I think the most important thing now is I love our new president, JC, uh, went to Cornell, studied labor, stud studied labor management, knows a lot. Um, it's, it's every guy coming together. That means the star quarterbacks in the league, the undrafted free agents, the first rounders, whether you voted yes, no, coming together and deciding, like, all right, what is our preparation to prepare the next wave of men who will go and negotiate the next CBA in 10 years because 85% of us won't be there uh, in 10 years. So we need to prepare for the ne prepare the next guys uh, to really go take charge and, and try to turn the tables of the CBA. For sure. Appreciate you, Makai. Thank you. Good luck next Good year. Question, man. Yes, sir. And for anybody that's listening, I did vote no. Uh, we're twins, but we were, we were on different sides of, of the uh, spectrum on that. Oh, we got, oh, we got coming up. We got Andrew coming up. And then also – 
Chris asks, who do we want to see as the Pats' next quarterback? For me, the most winning quarterback I want to see, whoever's going to win. I, I feel like that's just the Patriots model. Like, there's going to be competition on our team throughout. I don't think the quarterback position is going to be any different. Guy's going to be competing, and the best man will be taking a snap uh, from under center. Andrew, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you guys doing? We're doing well. How about you, man? Hanging in there? Hanging in there, right? Hanging in there. It's all good. You know, I'm in my bunker right now. So there you, know, you go. Stay safe. Trying to keep that social distancing up. <laughs> but uh, I noticed yesterday on, on ESPN, they were doing the ESPN, the Ocho uh, uh, marathon. And, you know, in the spirit of that, in the spirit of all those uh, great sports that were going on, uh, if you guys had like a five on five uh, dodgeball team, you, uh, both of you guys against each other who on the Patriots would be on each of your teams. Mm. Are you taking free agents out of it? Guys that just left? You know, I just, yeah, I'll take them off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, on my dodgeball team. So I need four other guys. I'm going, I'm going first pick. I'm going steady. Strong. And I need that. I need guys that can, that can get out the way of the ball. I'm going uh, Stefan Gilmore. He's a, he's just a great athlete. Next, I'm going great hands. I'm going Jules. You watch Jarvis Landry kills this competition at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, I'm going with Jonathan Jones. I just like my position group and our athleticism. Um, I'm going next. I'm going Nikhil Harry. I'm going to go with Dietrich Wise. Terrible pick. And last, I'm going uh, I'm going with the law, law firm, Jacoby Myers. Mm. And receiver. Bro, our team okay. We're going to hit wise last early. Lastly, last last I'm going with Patrick Chung. He's probably – he's a guy in the locker room that he can cook, he can he can skate, he can snowboard. Chung can do whatever it is you yeah, need to do. You definitely need a, Gil, uh, you know, uh, uh, a great chef on a dodgeball team. I, I respect that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Appreciate you. Who we got backstage? We got uh, Phyllis and Nike is backstage. What jersey am I wearing? That's the DMAC 3 2. <laughs> Not Kevin McHale, I'm sorry. That would have been dope, though. Look who it is. We know this lady. We got, we got Mama Mac joining the chat. We, we, see you, question. we see you figured out how to download fan credit. <laughs> I told you I'm smart. <laughs> I have a question. How are you staying in shape with the coronavirus to prepare for football? For me, um, the, our stadium is still open here, so we got about there's about three we got about three and a half hours daily of guys that are coming back off injuries and different stuff like that. So we're still able to go out there. They've just limited the numbers uh, all the way down, so I'm able to get in there for a little bit during the day. Uh, but a lot of it is done at home, uh, especially on nice days. The few that we get here in Foxborough, we can go outside and get some running in and stuff. I've been hitting my Peloton. You seen the Peloton? Before social distancing came in, um, so uh, I'm still hitting my Peloton. I ran in the front the front yard one day. I'm gonna hit the backyard another day. So whenever the sun comes out, I just chase the sun. Okay. So what are you looking forward to this season? Hmm. Looking forward to most. For me, um, I would say uh, from 2018 to 2019, we had some changes in the, on the team. But this year it feels like um, right now, early on in free agency, uh, for me personally, losing a guy like Deron Harmon uh, was tough because he was a guy that 
when I first got here. He was a guy who let me get number 30 first off, and then he's been just a really good friend, not only me and him personally, but our kids know each other, our wives are cool. So I think um, what I'm looking forward to most is adjusting to the new faces that we'll have in the locker room and adjusting to the guys that we've left, that we've lost so far. Yeah, and I would say for me, winning games. You know, I think uh, it gets taken for granted sometimes, um, and now you see a guy like Tom leave, um, I think it really puts things in perspective. Um, so we'll we'll really have to kind of zero in and, and find ways to win as a team. And I think for Jay, one thing we'd be looking for him from him is to step up as a, a leader and not just a, a veteran presence, but a, a leader who's now going to his third year in New England. Okay. One last statement. FaceTime. <laughs> we'll do. Being on call. I can't get out, so FaceTime. Well, we will do. We'll FaceTime you tomorrow. We don't want to be like Cuomo and our brother call us out for not calling our mom. So <laughs> we'll definitely do that. Solid point. Okay. Thank you. See you later, mommy. We got First time mom, mom jumps on. That's pretty dope, man. You got to love the support. We got John in Boston. He's backstage on the fan line. Remember, everybody, download fan credit. If Mama Matt can figure out how to download fan credit yeah. without calling one of us, you guys can too. Mom, what's up? How you doing, man? Great. Hi, guys. What's up? You just hanging out. Yeah, it's great. Um, who's the funniest uh, defensive back on the team and also funniest player overall on the team? Go ahead, Jay. Funnest defensive back? I'll, I'll, I'll give that to Dev. I'll give that to Dev. He... One of it, though, is just he just talks too much. So uh, if you're throwing 100 jokes out there, you, you're going to get some of them to go over well. Funniest guy on the team, I say Jules or Dietrich Wise. That would be my top two. Jules because Jules don't care. Like, I mean, he told a story about him and Bill in the hot tub and did that whole thing. Yeah, like, like, Jules just doesn't care. So that's why he always would be funny. A sleeper pick is Gerard Mayo, too, from the coaching staff. <laughs> sleeper pick. Appreciate you, John. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Stay safe, man. It's crazy yeah, out here. It's crazy, man. Before, before, I was worried that nobody would come see you. Before we, get, before we get into the next person, man, what factored in for you and your free agency decision to, uh, to join back in and, and continue? Uh, your run in New England? Um, I think just the opportunity uh, to play here and, and how awesome it's been. Um, uh, I just was talking about this the other day, but I kind of learned early in my football career that you you can't kind of think that you just stay on one team. It never really usually happens. Um, but I think in this situation, it was just so unique because the Patriots, for one, turned into family over 10 years, and then my family actually became a part of the team and playing here with you and, you know, First time you were free agent last year, and mommy says, well, I just hope that you guys stick together and, and play again together. Then this year she tells me the same thing. So um, that was a huge part of it. You know, I'm not really big into legacy and, you know, all that other stuff, you know, I think. But the opportunity to play football uh, with my twin brother, the opportunity of my kids being able to play with their cousins and be together all year or, or half the year during the season uh, is just so much fun. The last two years have been the best two years of my career. So um, that was my first priority to see if I can continue that. Um, and I was just happy we were able to work out a deal. And then I would say, lastly, just the community. Um, the whole New England area has been home for me. I've been in so many different cities uh, throughout New England, all the way up to Vermont, down to different parts of Connecticut. So 
Um, I've loved every minute of that, and, and I want to keep that going um, just because I feel like that is my role here in New England, to have a huge impact. Um, and I really don't want to leave until I feel like there's a guy um, that's at least two or three years under 30 uh, that can take charge of that and really hold on to that for the next 10 years. So um, that's my ultimate goal. Well, stay in shape, man. Maggie from Troy, what's up? How you doing this evening? And why, why would I just have to stay in shape? You better stay in shape, too. Well, you, you want to be the next person to take over. What's hey, Maggie, how you doing? Good. Um, I was wondering, Jason, what was it like playing against the Browns this year? Oh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I often tell people, though, I, I kind of – I played – 11 years, I kind of just don't tell anyone about that ninth year that I spent in Cleveland uh, because we didn't win a game and it was just not a lot of fun. But uh, there was so there's so many good people within that organization that uh, it's a lot of fun uh, between our first quarter and our fourth quarter when our balls kicked off competing against uh, a former team. But I think the best part is uh, after the game when you get a chance to see uh, whether it's the guys in the training room or equipment room. Uh, different people that provided a service for you that, while you were there uh, get a chance to say hi to those guys. There weren't a ton of guys that uh, were still there from when I was just there uh, two years before, but uh, getting a chance to see some of the great people within that organization uh, was a lot of fun. Nothing also, like Remy. Oh, go ahead. Also, have you guys read Julian Edelman's um, picture books? Oh, my, my daughter brings it to me and he says, read. Read, Daddy. She she's all about the flying squirrel. So uh, we read about the squirrel, the goat, high tower, the rhino. We 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 read about it a lot. I'm still waiting for Jules to give me a copy that he promised me when I first got here. So we'll see. And I got a signed copy, so I, I'm doing all right, Maggie. I don't know about him. <laughs> Appreciate you, Maggie. Yeah, I, I remember hassling Jules about that before. I, I never got mine, so we'll see, man. But we got Nadine coming up. Yeah. But Alex said, what is it like playing for Bill? It's awesome. The dude cracks jokes every morning. Some mornings he talks a little too long. Uh, he gets around that 50-minute hour. So, you know, playing for Bill is fun, but sometimes he can't get a little winded. Nadine, how are you doing this evening? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Great. Hey, I just wanted to know, how do you get over friends getting traded like Deron Harmon? Well, Duran's probably an easier one to get because we talk every day. So, like, it's going to suck not seeing him. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's like family. So, like, I know in the off seasons we're going to find a way to see each other. Um, some of the harder ones are, like, guys that, like, you have a good relationship but you don't hang out with all the time. So, like, a lot of the time you spend together is usually in the facility, and that's just gone just like that, like, us and Duran, you know, we're going to miss it. Like, don't get me wrong, um, because we hung out so much outside of the facility. But I think because of that, we're going to make sure we find ways to still be around each other. Um, it just won't be in, in, in season anymore. I'm going to try to convince him to move to Jersey, uh, and we'll make everything easier in the offseason. I remember when I first came in the league, an old veteran said to me, uh, a guy by the name of Chris Holt, he left Pittsburgh and joined Tennessee. And he said the veterans told him when his contract came up, um, that they get it, you want to stay at home. And it was just like, but at the same time, you always got to remember that it's a business and you got to do what's in the best interest of you and your family. And when you truly build those bonds and those relationships with guys, whether it's post football, whether it's the off season, you'll always find ways uh, to keep in touch and be around them. But uh, it's definitely tough because uh, some of the guys like Kyle and Jamie is tough. 
but knowing they were going into free agency, you knew it could go either way. So it's almost like you have a whole season to prepare yourself. Yeah, With yeah. DeLon, it's like you get a text and he was just like, I just got traded to Detroit. And just like that, uh, you go from a guy in your locker room to, all right, he's gone, and you won't see him unless you play against him during the season. So it's tough. Hopefully, it hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll have joint practices again this year against yeah. Detroit so I can talk trash to him on the sideline. Yeah. All right. And I, how do you feel about Julian Edelman for quarterback? <laughs> he's too little. <laughs> he wants the ball too much. He can't throw it to himself, so he's not going to want it. <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys. Thank you, Nadine. <laughs> we got uh, Andrew in the chat. Who from the draft do you think will help the Patriots? Deb, you got a better shot than me. I can't really I, – I don't watch um, so I have no idea uh, who's in the draft, to be honest with you. I don't know, man. It's, Hi, guys. Hey, hey, how are you doing? How are you? I am so glad you guys are back together this year. Oh, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. How have you been? baby. I see. Camera side up. Yeah, she is. She's tired. (laughs) So what are you guys up? How are you guys doing with this virus thing? We're doing well. We're doing well. Uh, Homeschooling, learning uh, what a hassle it is to deal with your own kids all day. Uh, No breaks. Um, So, but we're, we're having fun with it. So. Like That's I was saying true. earlier, going on nature walks and all type of stuff with the kids. Yeah. We're, we're going to start conditioning soon. So we're going to be a whole family that conditions. There you go. How you how you liking all our players leaving? Uh, it's tough, but you remember it's a business. And I think um, you get sad about guys leaving, but you also find some excitement uh, about some guys coming in. We're getting Hoyer back today. We just signed a linebacker by the name of Brandon Copeland, who I played with. Uh, in Tennessee, who's not only a good player, but an awesome person uh, in the community and off the field as well. So uh, you try to make make uh, ends with it and figure, hey, we're losing some guys, but hopefully we get a lot of quality guys in here that's going to help push the yeah. And I think you see guys leave, but you see guys leave with some, like, good opportunities. Like, I look at Deron. He'll get to go to Detroit. Probably he's going to start for Detroit. He'll get a chance to be a starting safety and then hit free agency. A uh, guy like Elandon Roberts, who, you know, Wanted to play more on defense last year. He should get more opportunities. Ted, Teddy K will probably start down in Miami, get an opportunity to play more like he did last year. So um, with guys leaving, you're happy with the opportunity that they gotten and some of the new contracts they got. I'm sure that makes them very happy. Right, yeah. Makes me sad, though. Yeah, us all. You know, we're definitely going to miss him. Like I told Van Noy, I'm going to have to make fun of him through text message now instead of to his face every day. <laughs> Appreciate you. Good to know you're doing well. Thank you. Take care, guys. You too. too. We got Justin from Old Canada coming up next. Uh, Audio, so we won't be seeing Justin's face. How you doing, Justin? Okay. How are you guys doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. Um, I had a question for you guys. Um, You guys talk a lot about how cool it is to play together. Um, What's your favorite memory that fans don't know about? Who that fans don't know about. So not the, the basic ones. Uh, I would say carpool Mondays. Um, <laughs> after the games on Sunday, we would carpool together. We usually go down. Oh, there's going to be a plug. We would go down. If you're in Massachusetts, we go to Plainville. We hit up Tasty's Bagel Shop, grab a bagel, and then we would go work out and go through that whole day. Um, but I, I liked it because Monday is the day after the game, and we could kind of unwind about our game, 
We could talk about other games in the NFL, and it would just be us. It would just be the guys talking, not our wives chiming in with limited information and just talking to talk, but just us two going and talking about things. Um, to me, that was kind of like a flashback uh, to college days and, and just being able to hang out, uh, just the two of us. So I really enjoy just having, uh, you know, that, that carpool Mondays, I, I call it. I would probably say um, DB meetings. Uh, in our DB room, uh, we have two young co- we had two young coaches this past year with Pellegrino and Steve Belichick. Uh, me and Deb and Chung were probably the oldest guys in the room. Uh, but just going back and forth from uh, jokes, uh, me and Deb going at each other, or if it's just talking football, um, those are some of the memories that I think uh, when I retire from the game, I'll look back on the years spent here in New England with him, and I'll really appreciate that. Uh, the time spent apart now coming together and really challenging each other, uh, whether it was strictly football, whether it was being husbands or dads or just being men in general, uh, finding ways to make each other better. Cool. Thanks. Have a good one. There. Go Pats, guys. Hey, appreciate yeah. you too, Justin. That was a good question, man. Oh, for sure. We got Will from NC. Uh, he's Ill Will in the building. I should be a hype man. Some rapper should hire me. In case all this corona stuff messes up the season, man. Will, be a hype what's, man. what's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Doing well. I'm just a huge fan of your guys. I just want to know, who do you guys base your game off of from any cornerback in NFL history? Man, that's a great question. And I love Sean Taylor. Love those guys. Love you guys. No, that's e- that's easy for me. I know uh, one guy that I, I watched a lot of film on uh, was Charles Woodson. Just uh, how versatile he was, played corner early in his career. Then when he moved to safety, that's really when I started watching him, when I moved to safety. Um, and just watching his ability, because um, I think initially people think like safety, I mean, corner moves to safety, he just plays free safety. But I used to watch Charles Wilson be a robber, be a guy down in the box, be a guy blitzing. Um, so I've tried to, to put some of those things in. Um, and I would say one of the biggest things I took away watching him play was how he attacked the ball when guys are running with it. Like he would he'd eat a stiff arm and, and let you feel like you stiffed arm but punch the ball out. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of him, still am, and, and still try to watch some of his film. Did you get uh, to meet him? Yeah, I've met him a couple times. Uh, the best time was my rookie year. We played Green Bay, and after the game, just getting to go up to him and tell him how much of a fan I was and watched him. Um, and in this past season, I saw him actually he's on the field when we were playing the Dolphins um, in Miami. Yeah, for me, it's, it's endless, to be honest. Uh, old guys, young guys I'm watching. I've always loved to watch Revis, um, watching Champ Bailey uh, when I was younger uh, coming up. Obviously, was a huge fan of uh, Deion Sanders. But even while I was in the league, getting a chance to watch Ike Taylor, uh, who was in Pittsburgh, a guy that maybe a lot of people don't know about. Um, but he used to go against the other team's best receiver week in and week out. And then I have to say, these last two years, man, getting a chance to uh, to watch Gilly, uh, Stephon Gilmore, up close every day in practice, uh, the way he competes, his technique uh, as a fellow cornerback has been a true pleasure. Also, um, I'm a Panther fan. Who was the hardest Panthers player you guys ever played against? Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a two-part. I'll give you a two-part answer. Steve Smith was an uh, animal out there because um, you didn't know if you were going to get the friendly Steve Smith or you were going to get the crazy Steve Smith on any given Sunday. But uh, Chris, uh, the cornerback uh, who played nine years uh, uh, for the Panthers, who I don't know if he ever went to a Pro Bowl, but 
played at a Pro Bowl level uh, for a long time for them. Uh, what did you say? I missed the beginning. Uh, Chris Gamble, corner, Ohio State, uh, yeah. was, was elite. Oh, yeah. I love I loved to watch him, and I think he played his entire career there. Um, so he was very fun to watch. So he was probably my favorite Panthers player to watch while he was there. Well, my time in the league is by far easily Cam Newton. Just how tough it was. We played him on a Monday night. We played him in Foxborough. Just the plays he was making, dynamic, um, hard to tackle, uh, huge guy. So um, Cam Newton was always tough. I just I think because of his skill set, he's a tough guy to to bring down, and then his arm strength makes him very dangerous. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. And hey, shout out to Teddy Teddy B. Hopefully he takes over uh, down there with the Panthers and does well. Fan of his as well. Yeah, definitely. We got uh, Tyler from Maine. Maine coming up. I've been to Maine too. I did a did an autographs. No, nah, maybe it wasn't. Remember, guys, go download that. Come on, guys. Okay, with the three two. Oh, oh, is that a is that a, is that a D-Mac in the back of Rutgers? Oh yeah, definitely. Come on, guys. What's happening, man? How you doing, Tyler? Hey, so I was just wondering, uh, I guess, how Jarrett Stidham grew last year uh, from August to training camp to kind of later in the year. Um, just just want to see, I guess, how he's doing and, you know, a little bit more about him. Yeah, I think to me the best thing for Stiddy was he, he had to go against our defense every week. And um, he didn't have it easy. It wasn't like, you know, he was just, you know, running our offense. Like he had, for one, he had to go off cards and then, for any quarterback who knows when, like, you have Bill, you go off the cards, but then Bill tells you, but be a smart football player. Don't do something that's dumb. So, like, Stiddy had it tough because he had Bill yelling at him about protections, about what to do that our offense would do. But then Bill would come back and say, well, they don't do that, so do it this way. And then he have all of us screaming, talking trash to him. Um, so I love his poise. I think Stiddy out there, like I would be faking a blitz sometimes and we make eye contact and he'd just start smiling and laughing. And then to me, there was weeks where like he was just on point. And those were some of our best weeks as a defense, mainly because Stiddy ate us up in practice leading up to the game and I think put more pressure on us. So um, I really admire just how hard he works. Um, and then I've gotten to know him off the field as well. He's a really good guy, um, young guy, but very mature. He's married, um, does all the good things. So, you know, I think, the Stidhams are, are going to be in New England for a long time. Nice. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. No problem, man. Love the jersey collection. I need to get a J-Mac in there, all that D-Mac stuff going on, man. I really can't do nothing with the J-Mac. Man, <laughs> man how, is, uh, how is this coronavirus? What is it? What has it done for uh, you and your family? We saw you on Instagram the other day. Uh, no, nah, matter of fact, you still didn't do your push-ups. I'm not. I'm they not didn't know challenge. Challenge I'm, you too. I'm not doing no push-ups. Why? What else are you doing? That you can't do I got I got three kids. All my energy is going towards them. One is always one's jumping off the couch. The other two are racing from the living room to the door. Cry uh, me a river. There's people who tweet us. They got five kids. That's their fault. That's bad. They they're not practicing the right habits at night. Don't nobody want five kids. But look, look what Bones said. Bones is in the chat. Ask a question. Has spending time with your family ever made you think about retirement? Yeah. yeah. It's made me know. Keep playing. Exactly. My wife just walked downstairs right now. You know how mad she'd get if I turn the camera on her? She'd be so mad. But I come around there, I'm like, oh, I keep playing. They get enough of me in the offseason. And uh, when we finish during the day, when I go home, I watch all my film once the kids go to sleep. So 
They get they get all of me, and they they use it. That's for sure. You want to get on? The people want to see you. No, nah, we don't. We good. We good. Oh, we good. Right. I, have you have you gotten a TikTok? Are you about to start making TikTok? TikTok. I got it, but probably not. It's not for me. Uh, I think Bray stole the show when he did his push-ups like this. He did his push-ups, or was he doing that? He, I mean, he crushed it, Bill. He crushed it. I mean, he got a little head, so it's not. It's not like his neck muscles are real. Have to be really strong. Like, I mean, but they crushed it. They did better than you and your kids. Yeah. Well, I actually, I, I took video. The kids, I think they all hit. They all hit ten push-ups. Um, or one hit 15, one hit 15. Post, it, post it and challenge somebody else's kids. If you're gonna be a poop up dad, right. at least the kids be great. No, I'm not gonna lie, them push ups they did, they was weak. It, one of them was humping the ground, it was just it was a mess. They they won't, it, it was terrible, but all the way up, but all the way up in the air, like and then even like your push ups. I mean, there was no full extension, like people out here. I'm not gonna sit here and take forever doing full extension. It was already like what three uh stories? Nobody wants to see that forever. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna keep working on the upper body, man. I got bad shoulders, bro. Well, all good things must come to an end. This was the I, I think we may we may do this again. I mean, we stuck inside. I, I a lot we got a lot of questions. We got some Deron Harmon questions, some KB questions. So I'm thinking next time we we bring one of these guys on. Yeah, we, man. I, I'm liking next. this. I'm like, we see how we're doing. Yeah, no doubt about it. So everybody that tuned in, we appreciate you guys, your questions. Uh, we don't know how often, but every so often we're going to try to come uh, come online, uh, chat with you guys, fan cred, go get the app, download it, video, audio. You can come chat with us, ask your questions away. Uh, we're always going to have some stuff to say, but whatever question you guys have will come first. So special edition of double coverage with the McCourty twins, J Mac here. This other guy on the other the wine down. The wine down. Okay, he's just titled it. Um, I, I I struggled to get my bottle open tonight, so uh, next time I will have my wine down. We'll, I will be ready. I didn't want to walk off camera, but next time I'm ready. So and tweet us anybody you think we should bring on. Yeah, tweet us. We'll see if they're free. It's a lot easier. Everybody's home right now. A lot of people got a camera. We can do this thing. So. Uh, let us know who you want us to bring on the show. Until next time, we'll see you guys. No, Mama, we made it. Wow, this is not even a real special edition. Mama, we made it. Thank I'm you. sorry. Man. There we go. There we go.